Blog Talk Radio. Talking to Don in the chat room. So, so you're here. You're alive. You're kicking. Sounds good. Uh oh, he's going to be I'm fading little... in and out because Joe is now fading out. So he's going to be fading in and out probably because he's on the deck of his boat in the middle of the Sag Harbor in the Hamptons. So I am. I am in the middle of Sag Harbor. Beautiful. So if you're in the middle of Sag Harbor, come on over and say hi. Because I'm quite sure he would love to have a sexy party begin. It's partying Hampton style. Right on. So, for those of you who are new, I'm Dr. Sue, and you're listening to In Bed with Dr. Sue, the show that's making individual sexual tastes a fun way for everyone to spice up their bedroom. In other words, we're trying to make you vanilla folks happier with fetish. Don't make it so scary. And we are here, (laughs) we are here every other Tuesday at 10 p.m. And if you missed out on previous shows, you can always find them here on Blog Talk Radio. Or if you want, you can go to my website, the Dr. Sue Review, and I have the archives there. And you can even hit us up on iTunes and you can download us as a podcast. And I see Dawn is here and I see, okay, I'm going to do my... what is it? Romper room. I see Don in the chat room, and I see Madam Devilish in the chat room, and the rest of them are guests. So you guys are all going to be very. You have to tell us who you are if you're going to talk to us. So I want you guys to remember something. If you're listening to this, or you know of somebody who's got an upcoming fetish or sex or kink event that you think our listeners would want to be kept informed of. Give us a shout with the details at InBedWithDrSue at gmail.com and we'll be happy to put an announcement like we always do at the beginning of the show and let everybody know about your upcoming event. And try to remember, you guys, Halloween isn't that far off and all the fetish and fantasy Halloween balls are getting organized and selling tickets now. So if you have a fantasy ball coming up for Halloween, definitely let me know. Um, And don't forget, Fetish and Fantasy Halloween Ball is October 27th at the Hard Rock in Vegas. For tickets, head to HalloweenBall.com. So, how's it going? It's going good. Good. It is going good. Excelente. We're busy floating in the uh, nice clear waters Uh-oh. of the Hamptons. You're sounding fuzzy now. Now you sound like you're you're in some sort of cyborg thing. 
Uh, I am in the belly of my boat. I am assuming that people can hear us. Yes, we oh good, because Madam Devilish just said Halloween balls that will be funny. Good. Everybody can hear us. I wasn't sure because there's no way of getting a sound level. I'm doing this via Skype. Just in case we get booted out, I have the phone standing by. It does have a habit of happening. I am so, hearing you on the phone and you sound good. Oh good well, that goes without saying, right? Always. <laughs> okay, so I have a word from our sponsor. Are you ready? Hi, everybody. Yes, this we is are. Dr. Sue. Don't forget to tune in to the Entune Show tomorrow at 10 p.m. Eastern when your hostess, Ms. P, and I will be taking your calls and answering your questions about sex, relationships, even dating and fetish. And don't forget about our Shock the Doc segment where you can try to shock me, the doc, with your confessions and secrets. That's tomorrow at 10 p.m. on the Entune Show, where Ms. P brings you the hottest up-and-coming artists, authors, musicians, and discussions, seven days a week. The Entune Show. Are you entuned? Right here on Blog Talk Radio. Nice, eh? What do you think? I'm impressed. I have to say that this Skype is coming out really, really badly on my end. Everything sounds really cyborg-y, so hopefully I'm not sounding bad. If you guys in the chat room can hear me and it's clear, let me know, because it really does sound crudly on my end. On my speakers, it sounds good. Your speakers what? On my speakers, you sound good. Okay. And I have you on two different sets. Madam Devilish also just said it's fine, promise. Thank you. It just it sounds so weird in my head. But then a lot of are things those, sound very weird in my head. Are the voices in your head getting louder again? Well, that, I think that's what is... It's all the cyborg noise coming in through my headphone because you sound horrible. I can make out what you're saying. It just it sounds really crudly. So, did everyone see the pics that I put up in in Twitter? I know you guys didn't because no one commented on them. Meow, meow. Um, I th- Joe found some very interesting stuff when he was touring around the Hamptons the last couple of days, including a set of stocks, which we thought was kind of cool. So if you want to go have a look at those, and he really wanted everyone to see his um, his lobster roll, right? Absolutely. There you go. Now, can I you guys hear to- Joe? I've been on my meds again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Madam Devilish. Madam Devilish, can you hear Joe okay? I just want to make sure everyone's coming through clearly. It would also be nice if the fake Dr. Sue, who's sitting there too, would let me know what's going on. Fake Dr. Sue is actually um, Randy, who's sitting down in the living room. So that's going to confuse everyone, because we've already gone through a couple of weeks. Yes, faux Dr. Sue. Um, Last couple of weeks, we've been having a bit of a war on Twitter, which is a real drag for me, because... My whole point of doing anything that I do is to um, uplift and promote and enlighten and, you know, just keep pushing things out there and let everybody see. Oh, Joe is blurry. See? I knew it. Okay. Am I blurry? That's a little bit better. Is that better? See, you keep sounding cyborg-y. Ooh, Lucky Albatross. Hello. You're new in the chat room. So, um... 
Is that better? Anyways, no, we had this war going on on Twitter, and I'm, I hate wars. I hate anything to do with people getting angry and upset. And what I am going to try to clear up, but I don't know if we can. I was kind of hoping Sue would actually call in. See, I have been confused with Goddess Sue. And Goddess Sue runs all the greedy snob, greedy sissy. Those are all her sites. And for some reason, somebody got, you know, it got all upset and insisted that I was the same person as her and that I was, I guess, shutting people out from her sites or site was just so incredibly ridiculous. It's, again, you get women under the same roof, you're going to have these issues. But um, I was just going to try and lay to rest the fact that I am just Dr. Sue. Goddess Sue is yet another individual, really, promise, swears. And I was kind of hoping she might call in tonight. She was actually going to do it as a joke simply because of the fact that we are being confused as being the same person. So I thought it would be kind of cool because that way then they could say I'm throwing my voice or something or picking up two phones and calling myself or something. So that was kind of a drag. But, you know, hopefully everything got straightened out. Hopefully everybody understands that I am not here to do anything horrible, mean, sneaky, and or underhanded unless I get paid to do so. So, And I don't get paid to do this show. So there you go. Well, that's next week's episode, isn't it? You have to say it again, Joe. You're coming in poopy. I said that's next week's episode, isn't it? Um, for what? For getting paid to do things that are evil. Oh, paid to do things, yeah. <laughs> Joe, this sounds so hilarious. Working on the boat in the middle of Sag Harbor just isn't working. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> and, and I've got it's kind of cool. You sound like we're doing connect. something yeah. from Alien. Ooh. That should be okay, a Halloween so, episode. Another note. Let's get this news and all this other stuff out of the way. Really bad outcome for Pet of the Month. I just want to make that note. We have had a crudly outcome for Pet of the Month. Again, I was trying to do this to promote the doms and promote the subs and make the subs feel good because you really should be making your subs feel good. But nobody really wants to play. So we're, I'm going to leave it up, obviously. Hopefully somebody will send something in for the next show, which is when we would decide who it is. So remember that if you're going to get your person in, your your subby in, for pet of the month, needs to be done by August the 20th at midnight. So, but as it stands right now, there's not a heck of a lot of competition. And we need you guys to head over to my site, the Dr. Sue Review. I've got a couple of polls up regarding this show. I want to know if you guys want the time changed. I want to know if you guys want us to go weekly. We're just trying to get it. We're just kind of feeling it out right now. But we're not sure if we're going to go weekly yet. We don't know if we have enough followers to do that. But we'll see. If you guys have your say, though, let me know. If you guys want us on weekly, definitely head over there and have your say. And And, and if nobody says anything then we're going to go, like, hourly until we get a response. Really? You think so? You think we should do that? Think, Every I hour. I think we should. We should 
We just do 24 hours a day, nonstop, in-your-face fetish. I think people would get really bored of that really quick. Well, that's the whole definition of fetish, that you never get bored. My site went down. Which site? Yeah, in bed with Dr. Sue crashed. So now I have the lovely, tedious task. If any of you guys are going over there and reading the articles and wanting to know why all these weird extra characters have been thrown in, I guess because the database crashed, it decided to throw in all kinds of really wackadoo characters, and I have to literally go in and delete each one off of each post, which is taking a while. So if you're wondering why it looks like that, that's why. It's going to take a while. And we were supposed to have a visit tonight from a new member of the team here who is going to occasionally be here if she can. And we're going to call her Vanilla Girl. And everybody's going, oh, what's Vanilla Girl? Okay, here's the deal with Vanilla Girl. Vanilla Girl is your representative if you are not into fetish. So in other words, if you haven't got a clue what we're talking about, I have a bad habit of assuming you guys know what I'm talking about. And I shouldn't do that because there's lots of people going, what? I don't get it. What's going on? So that's what Vanilla Girl is going to do. But she was going to be here tonight. Unfortunately, she forgot and had to teach a class. So I'm going to be Vanilla Girl. And it basically just means that I'm going to be like devil's advocate and kind of ask more questions and assume that people don't know what I'm talking about. So... If you ever wonder who Vanilla Girl is, that's who. And I may actually pick people randomly to be Vanilla Girl. I think that would be kind of fun, too. What do you think? I think that's a good idea. No. Well, we have Evil Dr. Sue also, Normal Dr. Sue, Vanilla Dr. Sue. Oh, now we have Goddess Sue. Goddess Sue. Throwing everything into the mix. I, I need to add a new voice in my head to keep all these Dr. Sues, you know. In, I, I can't in keep order. track. And neither can I. I can't keep track. I just think it's better to have representation for people who don't get it. And I think it's way better because that's what we're trying to do is bring this to the vanilla world and let them know, one, it's not scary, and two, you can take bits and pieces of stuff and create your own really super thing to do in the bedroom. You don't have to go all the way in one direction. You can pick and choose and do whatever it is you want to do. So... That's going to lead us to our next little spot, our next little, um, what am I thinking of, sponsor, which is, again, just me. Hi, guys. Want to know who's going to be in bed with me next? Check it out. On Tuesday, August 21st at 10 p.m. Eastern, I'll be redoing the Financial Domination Show with Mistress Kiara. Joe and I will be uncovering what financial domination is, why men indulge in it, and what's with the controversy about it? That's Financial Domination, Tuesday, August 21st at 10 p.m. Eastern on In Bed with Dr. Sue. Don't miss it. There you go. So make sure you guys are there. But right now, what I want everybody to do, since we've got all the muddled fuck stuff done, I want you guys to sit back and relax and get nice and comfy. Keep your phone handy, and I want to hear from you guys who are really interested and could possibly even say that they are addicted to erotic hypnosis, and 
I want to hear from some hypnodoms. So hit us up at 646-478-3644. So tonight we're talking erotic hypnosis. Why do we not have a guest? Because believe it or not, Cyborg Joe is our authority on erotic hypnosis. He has done more seminars and more studying and most of that type stuff than anybody that I know, actually, short of some of the hypnodoms who have actually gotten certified. I'm honored. Now, it's going to be difficult for me to to interview you because of the cyborg thing, but I will do my best. Everyone's going to have to deal with this. <laughs> Is it? It's so. So, erotic hypnosis. Let's go over, first of all, what it is. It's a form of hypnosis that that started to be used in the fetish world, I don't know, how long ago do you figure, Joe? Not that long, oh. really. It got popular about five years ago. Yes, I figure, about five years ago. So, you know, it's not really that old of a thing. So it's fairly new in fetish. And what it involves, so let's look at it this way. If I'm like, I'm going to be like Vanilla Girl, and Vanilla Girl is going to be like Bally Girl tonight. So if Vanilla Girl is sitting here going like, what is erotic hypnosis and what do I care? What do you think, Joe? Why would why would someone in the vanilla world want to do erotic hypnosis? Well, you can do erotic hypnosis just in and of itself. Just going into trance and getting very relaxed and you can do all sorts of play with yourself. You can... <laughs> do I sound okay, cyborg That sounds rather nasty. Well, I mean, obviously you have a subject and you have somebody that's getting hypnotized, you know, doing the hypnosis. Right. So you have a hypnotist and a subject. And you can use erotic hypnosis just to get somebody in a trance and just to get them really focused on something, whether that be what they're supposed to feel, whether they're supposed to do, anything. You can also okay, use but it. But from a vanilla standpoint, okay, my, I'm going to play, obviously, vanilla girl whose husband has just come over and said, do you know what I really think would be cool? I've always wanted to, like, be hypnotized because I find that so hot. So from that standpoint, let me tell you quickly what is going on in the submissive brain. Most fetishes, when you boil them down and you strip away all the pomp and circumstance, what happens is, hi, Queen Kitty. I'm very sorry. I have to say hi to Queen Kitty. First time she's been in here. Thank you. Hello, Queen Kitty. Um, she was nice enough to, talk, to stop in. That was so nice of her because she's watching the Cardinals. So where is this coming from from the submissive mind? Really simple. When you peel away all the layers of most fetishes from a submissive standpoint, you're looking at a loss of control for most of it. They want to be able to walk away from day-to-day pressures. And, you know, a lot of these guys are in a position of power sometimes. And, you know, they just want to be able to come home and relax and walk away from 
your regular day-to-day life and do something a little bit fun, a little bit different that, you know, just it, it, for them, depending on what it is, because everybody's different, is a turn-on as well as being relaxing. And that's what's really nice about erotic hypnosis is the fact that, one, it's relaxing, and two, if the if the hypnodom knows what they're doing, they can actually hypnotize you. Now, let me make a very good point here. Just because a girl makes an MP3 and says it's an erotic hypnosis tape, it does not by any means make her a hypnodom. It doesn't even make her a hypnotist. Because unfortunately, most of the girls, and I do say most, um, there are... Lord, there are a few... Um, there's a few really good certified hypnodoms who are actual certified hypnotherapists who are out there doing a whole bunch of work. Um, what I want you guys to know is you should check them out first. The ones who aren't really certified, I wouldn't necessarily say they can't do it. it depends on how much they've been researching and how much work they've been doing and it doesn't mean they can't do it. It's just that you're less likely to fall under trance if someone doesn't know what they're doing. So that's really all it is. You just got to kind of weigh it out between the two. Now, understand with any hypnosis, doesn't matter whether it's erotic hypnosis or, you know, regular hypnotherapy, no one can make you do something that you cannot, that you normally would not do, that you morally, in other words, you can't morally cross a line or make someone morally cross a line. Do you agree with me on that, Joe? I agree. Because that is pretty much standard in hypnosis no matter where you go, right? Well, it's been the standard um, that hypnosis is not mind control. But let me preface that by saying that if, as a submissive, you view hypnotism as mind control, that is a way for you to use the trance to do things that you wouldn't ordinarily do, then, yes, you can be talked into doing that. Okay, so... But can I make someone, again, okay, vanilla girl, can I actually make someone, like, cluck like a chicken? If they want to cluck like a chicken, you can. There you go. If they have no intention of ever clucking like a chicken, they won't cluck like a chicken. Thank you. I'm glad that point was made because a lot of guys, I want you guys, I know this is going to take away from the fetish slightly because part of what everybody really loves as far as the submissives go in this, part of what everybody really, really likes about it is the fact that you can be made to do something you normally wouldn't. And let's let's make that clear. One, you can't do that, but, and and this is a big but, just like Joe just said, if you're open to doing some nasty stuff or you're open to being, you know, financially dominated, for example, along with the hypnosis, then 
obviously she's wide open. She can do whatever she wants. She's going to be able to place triggers and do all kinds of things, right? Well, you've already talked about triggers, um, but you haven't explained what those are. Um, but basically, what is a trigger? A trigger. A trigger is a post-hypnotic suggestion that will carry out of the trance. So you can say, you know, whenever I wink at you across the room, that will automatically force you to come to me and give me a kiss. And if you plant that in hypnosis and the subject really wants to do that, then that will happen. And that's what a trigger is. So Lucky Albatross in the chat room just wrote, I find it hotter knowing my subconscious is working against me, cutting past all my conscious blocks and interferences, but only with protections in place. But doesn't, let me ask Lucky Albatross this, but doesn't the fact that there are protections in place take away from that loss of control? In other words, it's taking away from the bite of the person wanting to lose control to the dom. I don't know. We'll wait for we will wait for Lucky to answer us because um, Lucky's typing right now. Oh wait! In the moment, not at all. This is what Lucky 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 Albatross is saying. In the moment, not at all. The reality is what's in the mind. And I love playing with hypnosis. I would never call myself a hypnodom in any way. I wouldn't call like I've done a fair amount of studying, but certainly nothing, um, nothing at all like what a proper hypnotherapist has done and gotten certification. I like to think of it because I'm going to be doing some MP3s. I've been asked to do a whole pile of MP3s. So I've been sitting here thinking about it, and I thought, you know, I wouldn't mind doing a crossover. Instead of doing erotic hypnosis, and another point to make right here really quickly, you're going to start noticing the words erotic hypnosis disappearing off of websites. Um, The reason being Visa has flipped out over the word hypnosis and some of the girls their payment processors are acting stupid about it and they don't like that word so they're having to change it to erotic trance or you know so start looking for the word trance what i want to do is combine it with storytelling because i've always liked if i'm going to go under and someone's going to hypnotize me it's easier for me if you pull me in through a story. So I just think it would be more fun to make it a whole story, sort of like what Isabella Valentine does. She does a good job at that. She does. She's really good. She's an amazing writer. And if you get a chance, you guys should go over to see IsabellasRecordings.com. She does do an amazing job. Um, If you get a chance, buy one of her MP3s because they are really good. What, what were you going to say? Does, what she does is trance and directed imagery. There you go. Which basically is creates a scene and takes you through it. So there you uh, go. She can, she can make the scene as hot or as not as you want. Oh, yeah, okay, Don, sorry, I'm just reading in the chat room. Don also just mentioned Kink Bomb had to pull a bunch of clips. The reason why they had to pull a bunch of clips was the word slave now. So I don't know why the companies are really, 
um, coming down on these really bizarre words. Okay, slaves, I, like, come on. I mean, we're getting pretty broad here, like, but they're not allowed to use the word slave. Now, whether someone went to kink bomb and flipped out on them and said, you know, we're not going to... We're not going to be your payment processor if you use this word, which is probably why they switched it. Otherwise, they'd be telling you to go get bent. That's probably what it is. It's the payment processors are flipping out with these words. So get used to that. Um, yeah, the the kink bomb word of late, which is why a lot of the clips have been pulled, is slave. So don't put slave in your stuff anymore. Unfortunately, you're going to have to come up with other words for that. But... So, Joey, yes, if someone wants to learn how to do this, can you learn it online, or is it something where it's better to take a local course? Like, you've done a lot of seminars within the kink community. Have they been good? Are they any good? I have to say that your first go-to should find a local kink group that does erotic hypnosis. And they are springing up in every major city across the U.S. And it's both for the hypnodom and the hypnosubmissive who wants to learn and play more with erotic hypnosis. So that, and one place you guys can look for that would be FetLife is awesome for that, is it not? It really is. Um, that's actually, you need more of a presence on FetLife. You need to go in and make more of a presence on FetLife for us. That's your new job. <laughs> oh, do I get pet of the month for that? What? I didn't hear it. You're all mucky. I said, do I get pet of the month for that? <laughs> oh, FetLife Groups. Lucky Albatross has a group going, one, two, three. So if you're in FetLife under groups, it's one, two, three. So they have a good group there. But there is a lot of really good stuff on FetLife. There's a lot of um, groups and events and everything, and it really is a great way to stay in touch with what's going on within your community. So definitely um, hit up FetLife if you want to start looking into this. What I've found as far as the submissive mind goes. And guys, please, if you... If, I know you're all in the chat room. I know Josh is in the chat room. Hi, Josh. Um, feel free to call in, you guys. That's what this is for. 646-478-3644. If you're a hypnodom or you're a hypnoslut, give me a call and let me know what you think about erotic hypnosis because that's what we're here for. In the meantime, I was going to tell you guys kind of an interesting thing that I have noticed with the boys who consider themselves complete hypnosluts is the fact that most of them are were born. So if we're going to go back to when was the fetish first picked up by the mind, which most fetishes, and I know a lot of people don't know this, but most fetishes are born pre-adolescent. So anywhere within, you know, say five years and up, four years and up, and then you've got, you know, like that. that's usually when they're, they're, the best way to put it is it's like a seed that gets dropped into the mind. And then some, for some people, somebody throws water on it later and it blooms. 
some people it just doesn't stick at all. You know, it just depends on that person. It depends on, you know, brain synapses being formed at a certain time. It's all very, very, very complicated. Anyways, what's really cool is think back to when you were that age and what some of the biggest, um, and I'm talking people in a, the range from, say, 40 and up. Think back to your childhood, to some of the shows that you used to watch as a kid. And I'm going to tell you what one of the biggest draws to erotic hypnosis is superheroes. I have had more men tell me that that triggered it in the sense of there were Batman episodes, for example. There's a lot of guys who Batman was a huge influence in the sense of apparently the Queen of Diamonds. I don't remember any of this. Queen, There was an episode with the Queen of Diamonds, and she put basically like a hypnotic spell on Batman. So there you have the setup in the submissive mind for the powerful female is now making this powerful male weak. So you can see where that connection is made. Again, Wonder Woman's another one. The Lariat of Truth. Classic. That's the kind of stuff that these guys are remembering. Anything that's taking that superhero and making him weak, and you'll find, you know, Catwoman was another one that did it. You know, there was there's always these femme fatales involved in the whole we call it the cartoon industry, I guess, I don't know, Comic-Con industry, that are very sexy and they're made to be sexy. And these guys are remembering that from when they're very, very small. And then growing up, this is what sort of it, it blooms into, is this love of loss of control and the idea of being put into a trance. So it's really kind of cool. What do you think, Joe? For me, it was always... Lariat of Truth. The Lariat of Truth, the one from yes. Yeah. See, so you remember it too, right? I remember both Batman and Wonder Woman. Um, I even remember certain things like Doctor Who used to have the hypnosis there as well. Mm-hmm. The Master used to hypnotize people to get him people to do what he wanted to do. Right. Cool. So you remember that, though. You remember the fact that that's, again, beautiful, sexy, powerful women who are taking power away from this superhero, supposedly mega alpha male, right? Of course. We have callers. Let's see what everyone's doing. Hello. You're in bed with Dr. Sue. Hey, can you hear me? I hear you good. Excellent. Uh, this is Lucky Albatross. I decided to go ahead and call in. Hey, Lucky Albatross. Thank you for calling in. So, what do you think on the whole subject? Slut on both ways. I'm, I'm Lucky Albatross from FetLife, and I've been dabbling for a while. In, in March, I met a certified hypnotist who's kinky named HypnoGuru, who absolutely blew me away with what he could do with hypnosis. So mostly I've been experienced as a bottom, but I have been doing some hypnotopping lately. Cool. You know, what's really awesome about that is I don't get a lot of female subs, be it in my practice or, you know, whatever. There's just not a lot of women that will come forth and say, yeah, you know what, I really like this. So but this we don't guy, really have to. <laughs> well, this, like, 
would you consider yourself a submissive chick? Oh, yes, definitely. Okay, so you're going, so for you, is it that loss of control? Absolutely. You know, it's it's the objectification. You don't have to think for a while. You're still mm-hmm. desired. Someone is possessing you, possessing your actual mind. You know, you don't have to think. You don't have to process. You don't have to do anything but be there and just let them use you. That's always hot. Exactly. So, for so for example, if you are, you know, would you be freaked out if you're, okay, not you, like, as a woman, okay, would you be freaked out if your boyfriend came to you and said, you know, I want you to hypnotize me because I think it's kinky? Uh, I'm not a, no. For me, the immediate thing is always much more the why. Why do you want it right now? You know, it's it's the what do they mean by hypnosis? You know, it, it can really depend on what what they're going for. Most of the time I'd be like, yes, please. You know, there's tons of... You know, all the vampire stuff, that's all the glamouring and the hypnosis right there. It's a huge deal. Exactly. That's awesome. What do you, like, how often are you doing this? Are you doing it, like, once a week? And is this person, like, do you visit them in real time? Or is this something you do over the phone? Or how how do you deal with that? With uh, my partner, HypnoGuru, it is real time. Um, we're long distance now, but I'm going to be moving to be with him in Philadelphia. And um, it's a couple times a week that we talk, and he's done the MP3s as well. Um, and we will do Skype. Skype is my new best friend because we can see each other, and he can hypnotize me over the Skype um, or over the phone. Um, and I have certain rituals and mantras that I say to myself to get myself hypnotized, all of that. That's so awesome. And you know what? I, honest to God, I think it's so great that we have female representation. You have no idea. I, I never get female submissives. I really don't. And I think this is wow. Awesome. No, honestly, very few female submissives have called in or talked to me or you know anything of the sort. It's and I love hearing from the other side. Hmm. Well, I'm happy to send in. Yeah, for me, it really is. It it. As someone who is the typical overthinker, overanalyzer type, it really is so much more about the release and the surrender. And the just getting lost and, and knowing that this person is now calling the shots. And, and is, is there a thrill in there of knowing that he could actually make you do something you wouldn't normally do? Like, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Like Kind of like, oh, my God, you know, I may wake up doing something weird in the window or something. Yes, and I haven't done it in front of a window, but I certainly have woken up doing things that, you know, consciously I was unaware of. Absolutely. Wow. And it, the typical thing is the orgasm, you know, the instant orgasm. You know, you can just say something and, and my body will orgasm. And it's not the same as when I masturbate. And I like that because I can tell the difference between a direct unconscious orgasm versus a conscious masturbation orgasm. Beautiful. So it's a, it's a total power exchange. Mhm. And that's where the turn on is. So if ladies, please do not get paranoid. I realize that when men come in and go, "Here's my laundry list of things that I want to do." The first thing you do is go, "Okay, why am I I'm doing all of this wrong?" Don't panic so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, this can turn into something that's really really hot from the standpoint of whether you are the submissive being hypnotized or, as you just said, you're starting to flip to the other side and you're starting to see what it's like to have the control, right? I definitely think so. 
No, but like, is that what you're doing? Is you're starting to do it from the opposite side now? Like you're becoming yeah. the hypnotist? Mm-hmm. I've definitely started practicing on the other side, and that's very, very fun and interesting. I was always very hesitant at first, going, I don't want to mess people up. I don't want to ruin them. And mm-hmm. what I was reassured about was if you're approaching it with the right attitude and you've got a decent head on your shoulder when, when there's stressful situations, then, you know, you're not going in there to break someone. You're not going in there to do that. And unfortunately, no. there are those out there who will, which mm-hmm. I wasn't aware of, but luckily I've avoided them. Well, as with anything, there's going to be good people and bad people doing it. And it's unfortunate that, you know, that happens, but is what it is. And you got to kind of weed through the garbage when you're going through any of this stuff. you got to exactly. find really good therapists and you got to find the good hypnodoms and, you know, and and so but do you get a rush when you're doing it to someone else now? Do you start, are you starting to feel that power rush? Oh, seriously, absolutely. That that just sense, especially the ones who are nervous about it or or say that they're not, you know, they haven't really been hypnotizable, because it's all about the trust. If they trust you, they're going to trust themselves to let go, and just seeing them physically relax and surrender and bring them to a different state of awareness is amazing. That's so cool. And so you can see the difference when you're standing on both sides, which is wonderful because I find women can switch easier than men can in the sense of there's a power rush to do it to the submissive as much as there is that rush of having the submissive having it done to them. So it is such a pure power exchange. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing to do. You just got to make sure you're doing it with the right person, that's all, as with Mm -hmm. anything else. But thank you so much for calling in, Lucky Albatross. I appreciate it so much. You're welcome. Thanks for promoting erotic hypnosis. I say more, more, more. Oh, right on. You got it. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye. So, Joey. Yes. My Bowie. We just, oh, I was going to go to another caller, but they fell off. It says right here they fell. That's kind of sad. Mm. I'm sorry you fell. Call back in. 646-478-3644. We're talking erotic hypnosis. If you are a hypnodom or a hypnoslut, give us a call because we want to know what it's like. We're so lucky to have Lucky Albatross call us because, honestly, I think that is so cool. We never hear from from submissive women, do we? I never do. It's just rare. That's why I think it's so cool if we can get more submissive women calling in because understand, in as much as I promote female supremacy – it's not from the standpoint of, oh, all women should be dominatrixes. That's crap. That isn't how we're made. So it's just as cool for a female to be submissive and still have, you know, just as much power. It's just that's who she is. There's nothing wrong with it. And that's why I'd like to get more representation from the female subworld, as I'm sure you would too. But that's just because you're a pervert, right? <laughs> Oh, he's being non-committal. You're just now you're being non-committal. Although Lady Albatross did bring up a good point. What? And that was trust. Okay. And erotic hypnosis is just like any other um, DNS theme. You need to have trust and you need to have communication. Um, the, definitely the hypnodom needs to know where the sub wants to go. 
because, again, this isn't mind control. So they need to have some input as to what scene they're trying to create, they're trying to accentuate, they're trying to get you to feel. Because understand, the, the hypnotist, if they're doing this properly, they're not doing it to be mean and make you cluck like a chicken down the street naked. That's not the point. You know, that's theatrics. That's the stuff that goes on on stage. That's the stupid stuff. This is to make you feel things sexually that you normally wouldn't feel in a conscious state. Because in a conscious state, you've got to remember that we are blocking a whole bunch of stuff. There's so much input. And a lot of it gets blocked. So by releasing that and breaking those barriers, you're actually, that's why Lucky Albatross said that the orgasm that she has between when she's conscious and when she's hypnotized are two completely different orgasms. Would you say that's right? Have you ever been hypnotized? Because this is, Joe's biggest problem is he can't be hypnotized, which is the reason why he got into studying this in the first place. Can you be hypnotized yet? Very rarely. It comes down to trust mm-hmm. and finding a hypnodom or hypnotist who has skill to just get me out of my head for a while. Um, there are several different inductions, different ways to get people into trance. Mm-hmm. And, and there are many different styles on how you're going to get them into trance. Some people just talk slow and deliberately like you see the hypnotists in the movies. And that's basically just pouring you right into a trance. And then there are ones that will do, they'll throw a lot of things at you. Keep, you know, concentrate on your heartbeat, concentrate on my voice, concentrate on this light, concentrate on the spot on the wall, concentrate on my tapping foot. And after a while, your brain just goes into overload. And then the very next thing that they'll say will be what your brain grasps onto. And then it'll go right into trance. Okay. And I see we but have again, from caller. a vanilla standpoint... So if I'm going to incorporate something like this into my bedroom, do a little bit of reading on it first, obviously, right? Uh And do a little bit of practice. Okay. Before you bring it into the bedroom as a hypno-dom or hypno-submissive, do some research. Find out groups that are there. Um, If, for example, there's a group in uh, New York City that I um, go to every now and again. And there's people that come in there on both sides. They have hypnodoms, hypnotists, and they have subjects. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, the dom doesn't really care about hypnosis whatsoever. And he's more than happy to let a hypnotist just get, you know, his um, submissive into trance and post some, you know, put some post-hypnotic triggers so that the dom can get, you know, his sub into trance 
without right. knowing anything about hypnosis whatsoever. I mean, what people have to understand, too, is try to remember this. We all fall into trance daily, many, 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 many times a day. You're doing it, you know, all the times that you have driven your car and gotten home and don't remember driving, trance. Lots of people trance out in the shower. Lots of people trance out when they're watching TV. It's just we are constantly falling into trance. It's simply a matter of what the hypnotist does is they are playing off that trance and hopefully pulling you in into a deeper trance in order to free up that subcon- or free up the subconscious mind and get past those conscious barriers so that you can feel something different. So from a vanilla standpoint, why do you want to do this? One, it's fun. Two, if you can put the person into a nice relaxed state, you can make them feel some amazing just absolutely amazing things as far as sexual release is concerned. So from the standpoint of do you want to do this to your husband if they happen to mention it, do it. It's a very powerful thing. You can make them feel some pretty incredible stuff. Do a bit of studying first. And from the submissive, obviously, you know, it's awesome to be put under and you don't know what you're going to be feeling and you don't know the orgasms you're going to be getting. It's fun. So from a vanilla standpoint, this is one of the easiest things to be able to incorporate into the bedroom is this is erotic hypnosis because it's not as scary as some of the other stuff and it's kind of fun to play with it and you might get off you know on the power of being the hypnotist and you might get off on losing the power to the hypnotist as a submissive we have another caller I don't know if they're there because this is one of those weird ones (laughs) hello you're in bed with Dr. Sue are you there Hello. You're in bed with Dr. Sue. See, I don't know. That, that's a weird one. They always come through weird on that one. Yeah, it comes in as one 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 one. I don't know what that is. I think that's coming off of um, Skype or something. That's what I'm wondering. But it's, it doesn't connect properly ever. I don't know why. It's so I'm annoying. I also lost the uh, cyber thing. Unless what? Sorry. Now? I think I'm coming. You're in coming now. in beautifully now. You're perfect now. Perfect. You flipped phones. I could tell. Yep. Yay. Yeah. See, Lucky Albatross said she called in using Skype, but her number came up, like her Skype number came up. So it's kind of weird. I don't know. Just every once in a while, we get these one 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 phones, and usually there's nobody there, as we've just found out. So. Do you think we've covered enough on this subject? What do you think? Is there anything you want to add? I'm thinking that uh, we need to hear from a hypnodom if there's any out there. I would love to hear from a hypnodom, and I know some of you are sitting in the chat room right now. So please call us because we want to know whether you get off on this. Do you enjoy this? Is this something that you literally get sexual gratification from taking over someone else. And we have a call. Yay! We have two. Hello, Hello you're in bed with Dr. Sue. Hi, this is Lisette. Hi, Lisette. How are you doing? I'm better now. I've tried to get in about three times and couldn't. Uh, oh. I'm probably the 111 number. Um, no, i got another 111 right underneath you, so it'll probably be the mystery <laughs> again. So, uh, what's going on? My question is, and somebody already posted a link, is 
who are the best authors to study on this subject? I'm in a very rural community at the moment. I'm getting ready to move to Dallas. Right. But I would like to do some studying on this particular fetish because I find it fascinating. Okay. What do you think? Joey. What are you looking for, to do the hypnotist or to be the subject? Probably the hypnotist. I'm pretty much a control freak. Ah, <laughs> and who do you want to? And who do you want to control? Um, men. Why not? That's exactly all we ever do. Men. It's, <laughs> you it, it's just a new area of play. I've been in the BDSM lifestyle for twenty years now, and I just find this a new and fascinating area in which to play. It's really good. What um, what do you normally play in? Um, I'm a very sensual dom. Um, I'm normally into feminization and cuckolding, um, emasculation, that sort of thing, chastity. Well, I would suggest I'm going to be doing – I'm doing a lot of studying with Steve G. Jones. He's a really good um, hypnotherapist. You can hit up his stuff. There's a bunch of his stuff on ClickBank. Um, There's – like I have bought a humongous amount of books online for it, like, you know, certain inductions and stuff like that. Who have you had any specific authors that you think is really good? I mean, besides the obvious hypnotist stuff, depends on how deep you want to go, too, Lisette. There's you a know, book you, by go ahead. There's a book by Dr. Charlie, um, who's is a hypnodom, and she um, has published several books on the subject. Uh, one of which was in Spanish as well. Okay, and, bien. So, what is who is that again? Uh, Dr. Charlie, I'm trying to find the link right now. I will post it in the um, blog talk radio room when I find it. Dr. Charlie, is that her name? Charlie something. Oh, Charlie something. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best you can do, Lisa, is to get, you know, go start kicking around. That's what I did is kick around on Amazon. See what some of the higher rated um, instructional books are. And go with them. That's what I started doing. Now I've switched over. I'm doing stuff with Steve G. Jones and Joe Vitale. And there's all kinds of people. There's so many places that you can learn this stuff. And do you have to be, you know, certified? No. You don't have to be certified to do any kind, especially erotic hypnosis. Um, So don't worry about that. And I think that you will like the um, playing in the hypnosis field, especially with, oh, with, feminization because you can actually convince him that his cock is gone and was replaced with a vagina. <laughs> yeah, you can. It's beautiful. It, it is I love something. that. You, you can. And he will believe it if he trusts you and you can get him into trance and you you become that sense of reality for him. You can bend it so that his he will think that his cock is a penis. I'm oh, I absolutely love that. And you're getting and okay, one thing that I think is super important, like the, when I'm doing hypnosis stuff, this is not the voice I use. I'll drop it two or three more octaves. But your voice just listening to it cuz obviously there's certain voices that won't work. I mean, if you sound like Fran Drescher, no one's going to go into trance listening to that. And you have the perfect voice for it, Lisette, so definitely look into it. Because, 
what the hell, start doing some MP3s and it's fun to see how far you can push the guy because, I mean, that's your job as a dom, to push those limits and see what you can and cannot get them to feel. It's fun. It sounds like an amazing little playground. And you have a good voice, but voice isn't everything. No, it's not, Uh, but let's face it, Fran Drescher, hello. You know, Milton Erickson once hypnotized somebody who didn't even speak English. And he did it just with touch and gestures. So you don't even have to talk to get Which is NLP. hypnosis. But now you're getting into the different forms of hypnosis. There are different forms of hypnosis. Um, NLP, there which are, is neurolinguistic programming, that is using touch as well. Well, there's um, different inductions. Yeah. You can use it with visuals, like they'll have spinning pinwheels and things like that. You can do it with voice, which is an oral induction. You can do it just with touch, just um, finding somebody and massaging their head, stroking their hair, and suddenly they're just out of it, and you just say sleep, snap your fingers, and they're out. That is so fascinating. I cannot wait to read some books on the subject. You do. Just just hit up. um, Did you find that link, Joe? No, I've been busy uh, chatting here. What I'll do, Lisa, <laughs> is when he finds it, I can post it in Twitter, so that would be everybody can get yeah. So everybody can look her up because obviously, if she's a hypnodom, that's probably a really good person to start working with. Um, other than that, like I said, what I did was I, the first thing I did was go to Amazon. So start reading up on read your reviews, obviously, to see whether someone was getting any value from the book. But I picked up a lot from there. Okay, well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Lisa. Tell everybody where they can find you. Okay, I'm on nightflirt.com as Talk to a Set. Yay, and she's on Twitter as? Talk to a Set. <laughs> I'm easy, what can I say? Exactly, you're just not cheap, <laughs> right, baby? Oh, hell no. <laughs> awesome, thanks for calling, Lisa. Thank you for having me, bye-bye. Okay, I'm gonna try the one 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 one. We ready? Hey. Hi, you're in bed with Dr. Sue. Hi, Dr. Sue. <gasps> Yay, someone's there. Who is it? This is Josh. I thought it was Josh. It sounded like you, you little devil. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. He's such a good boy. So, what did you want to tell the world, Josh? Other than the fact that you're back. Yay, he's back. The um the thing is uh trust is key. Um, relaxation and and relaxation comes with trust and uh, when you really get into that space that zone when you're hypnotized I mean I've had multiple female orgasms under hypnosis and it's amazing and you can actually like Joe was saying earlier you can feel hips and curves and it's you don't have a penis anymore it feels like you have a vagina it's just your your mind takes over and does all that for you. Very cool. So when was the last time you did this? Um, hmm. Like have you like have you done it online mostly, or are you going to see someone? Um, I called around on Night Flirt. Uh, I called a, the a couple of the highest rated flirts and found somebody I was comfortable with. Um, it's been 
probably two months since I've been able to get her live, but, you know, scheduling conflicts and whatnot happen. Right. But once, once you, especially once you have the rapport, a lot of them have recordings, and the recordings do work. Um, I think the recordings work really, really well for conditioning. Like if you're putting a trigger in and you want it repeated over and over again and you want to really break down barriers to have someone listen to an MP3 three, you know, every day for several weeks, Joe, wouldn't you think that's a good idea for conditioning? It's also good for fast inductions. Ah, true. Um, that, okay, because you're, you're training the brain to go under faster. Yeah, right. sometimes it takes 30 minutes for somebody who's never been hypnotized to get them comfortable and relaxed with you. So if you can listen to those MP3s over and over and over, it cuts down on the one and one time that's needed. So, Josh, you've been playing with some of the girls. Have you got any really good hypnodoms that you think are like have been able to put you under? Uh, Isabella is fantastic. Okay. Isabella um, does not do live, though. Everybody has to kind of... It's rare She does. She does live. She does live, but yeah, you, it's really hard Super to capture. Super rare. And, yeah, uh, Isabella. I would say Isabella's number one. Have you tried... Um, oh, there's another one on there who's a certified. And she's really good. There's a couple. Mira, I call um, Mira Stern. She's pretty good. She gets me under really quick. Oh, I'm trying you, to think of who that other have you person tried, Have you tried ISIS? Thank ISIS you. That's what I was thinking of. Yes. You see, um, Isabella, you can get occasionally, but her fun thing is feminization. That's where she loves to play. Yeah, so she plays in a lot of that, gender stuff, yeah. If and you're that's into what that, into. she loves you. Oh, Lucky Albatross just said that there's a big erotic hypnosis show or probably seminar in Austin, Texas on September 22nd. If anybody wants to hit that up, if you're in that area. Josh, tell everybody what you enjoy having a hypnotist do to you. You like feminization, do you not? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you can actually feel a transformation take place and all that that entails really Uh, and you can go into scenarios and different erotic fantasies yeah see Lisa just said she loves the idea of giving boys vaginas oh yeah and then and and like once you're in that space where you have somebody completely tranced you can give the boy the vagina and you can have the penis and you can just go at him that's so cool, and and you're you've had female orgasms this way. Multiple. Like Would you say pain. that the orgasm is different when you're under to when you're conscious? Yes, absolutely. More it's, intense. I would say so because it's not as like focal. You know, it's not an orgasm in my penis. It's a body racking, full body. Everything's tensed up. Because it's coming from the mind. That's why. Yeah. Beautiful. That's awesome. Have you gotten to the point where you can just come on command without any touch or anything? Oh, yeah. No hands? No hands. 
so so Isabella's recordings like Jackpot and whatever, um, have you been using those? Um, I've actually not used Jackpot. This, this It was a live session with Lady Niana. Try the Jackpot. Because she's got that, three of them now. There's Jackpot 1, 2, and 3, I think. I think, I think she's, she's up five. to 6. 5 or 6, yeah. <laughs> oh, is she on 5 or 6? Or, oh, you're right. Jackpot yeah. 7 just came out. What am I thinking? So anyway, if, if anyone's wondering what we're talking about, Isabella Valentine has a series of um, awesome recordings, but these jackpot ones are centered around the fact that you can um, come without touching yourself, which I have tried to teach Josh before, <laughs> but not through hypnosis. And obviously, now that I know that you'll enjoy hypnosis, you and I are going to have a lot of fun one day. You're doomed, Josh. It's a good doom. I can die happy. <laughs> there you go. And and will that be evil Dr. Sue or normal Dr. Sue? Oh no, that'll be evil Dr. Sue, of course. You have to have your, your 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 lines in the sand. See, nice Dr. Sue helps you. And have I not helped you, Josh? Yes, ma'am. See? Absolutely. And a lot of it has had to do with accepting a lot of who you are and letting yourself come out and letting yourself do things that you normally wouldn't do, right? Quite a bit. So, see, that's good, Dr. Sue. Evil Dr. Sue's going to take him under and let him play with his new vagina. <laughs> that's manipulative. <laughs> that's evil Dr. Sue, baby. <laughs> that's As you why know, we love her. <laughs> while we're on the subject, Mm-hmm. The mind fuck can be done so just incredibly under hypnosis. Oh, it does. I mean, it's like it's total theater of the mind. And the mind is the biggest sex organ, you guys. So think about that. When you're when you're in there and you're peeling away these layers and you're playing around and you're getting this guy to open up and do things that he normally wouldn't do, there's a lot of power in that. It's fun. It is. There are there are doors though. And uh, there are you do have mental blocks where if somebody goes somewhere that you really don't want to go, you will come out of trance in an real instant. Quick. Yeah, yeah, real quick and in a hurry, and you will be awake, alert. It's not like normally coming out of a trance where you still have a nice, relaxed, fuzzy feeling. It's I'm up, I'm awake, and your fight or flight response is on. I've, I uh, called the wrong hypnodom, and she was trying to do financial domination. Uh, which I wasn't uh, ready to do with her or comfortable uh, with. Right. And as soon as she started mentioning it, and I was I was very very relaxed, well in a trance, and I came out instantly. So see, out. for those of you who are scared, if you guys are scared, saying, "Oh my God, they're going to make me do something," like I said, walk down the street, clucking like a chicken naked. You can see by the fact that she tried to get him to you know, go down a road he he didn't want to go because he's not into financial domination at all. So, you know, you're going down this road and all of a sudden your lights go on and it's like, ding, ding, um, we're going down somewhere, I'm not going. And you and you come I, out of it. I like sending people key. presents, just not her. <laughs> so that's, that's the key. He didn't want to go there. Right. So he's not going to go there. And that's what I want everybody to understand is no one can make you do something, although that takes away for some of you from a bit of the thrill. No one's going to make you do something that you normally would not do. 
So don't ever worry about that. But yes, you do have to have a connection with the person who's doing the hypnosis. You have to trust them. And otherwise, you know, you're kind of going down a road that's kind of scary. So what would you suggest, Josh? Get to know the dom first? Or did you just jump in and phone random doms to see what it felt like? Or how did you do it? Initially, it was more of a curiosity thing. Uh, and I just kind of jumped in. I got pretty lucky with the first one. And after that, it was kind of experimental. Call around and see the different induction techniques, the different ways that they handled hypnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there's really different flavors, uh, in how the induction's handled and, uh, you know, you're going to have a discussion. Uh, I mean, you really, especially if you're doing it on the phone, like on Night Flirt, you really want to have a conversation. You're you're going to have a half-hour conversation and nothing's going to well, happen because you're just talking. I, yeah, like especially on, do you find though, and Joe, answer this one too, both of you guys, can it be done by phone or do you need to have the subject, say, via Skype? That depends on the subject. Okay. If the subject is transitable from just audio only, mm-hmm. then absolutely. And most people are. But there are some people that just are very visual or very touchy-feely mm-hmm. and don't experience the world through their ears. Those obviously would not. And for those, they made Skype with video chat. Right, because that's what I'm thinking. Everyone learns differently, which is why our children flounder in school. So if you've got an auditory person and you've got a visual person and, you know, like you've got all these different types of people who want to learn, then you pretty much, if you've got a visual person, you're going to want to do Skype with something that they're looking at, I would imagine, right? Like well, you said, like a little, like a spinny wheel or something that they can tr- that they can focus on. Josh, I have that? wait, wait, wait. I have known hypnodoms that can get men in trance just by having them stare at their breasts. Well, no, duh. Of course, <laughs> anybody's gonna fall into trance doing stuff like that. Mind and, you, yeah, I guess you can do that, couldn't you? So, Josh, what what do you find easier? Are you auditory, or do you need to visually see something? Um, I can do it auditory, uh, uh, initially, especially if it's like the first session, it takes me a long time to get the induction through. Um, I've done it with some visuals. Uh, some of the ladies have some very nice videos out and, uh, they work, especially if you, um, like Joe was saying, if you've done some clips and conditioned yourself a little bit to their voice, Mm-hmm. Cool. So, well, thanks for calling, Josh. I really appreciate the, the support, and I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're back and you're safe. You. For those of you who didn't know, Josh was in Cutter, so it can get kind of scary there. So we're glad that Josh is back and in one piece. Thank you, man. <laughs> Crickets. I love it. We have to get a cricket sound effect. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thank you, Josh, for calling in. We appreciate it, and I'm glad that you were able to give us that point of view. It would have been nice to talk to a hypnodon, but that's okay. That's fine. You guys don't want to share. Fine. Be that way. Thanks for calling, Josh. Yes, ma'am. You're the best. Thank you, ma'am. Bye. So, All of our calls you think we covered now. the stuff we needed to cover? I think so. Cool. There's nothing that you want to add as the resident expert on hypnosis? Well, we've covered induction. We've covered the role play aspect, the directed imagery aspect. Um, obviously, the post-hypnotic triggers. Not much more. Cool. Unless you want to be hypnotized. Oh, we should do that on a show. We should do that on another show. Because I don't I have never been hypnotized. I don't know if I can be. So it would be kind of fun, provided you were nice and didn't make me do something totally queer on the air. What, like cluck dog for chicken? <laughs> I trust you. Can to you a degree. Cluck like a chicken for us now. Yeah. See? That was under hypnosis. That's <laughs> Oh, okay. That's what that was. That's Got what it. that was. And here I thought I just did a good chicken. Fine. Jeez. No, you were hypnotized for that. Oh my God, you're good. I didn't even know I was hypnotized. That's really good. So, my suggestion to everybody is if you want to do more research, like I said, Amazon, look online. Pick and choose what you're reading, obviously, because there's going to be um, crap information out there as we all know I mean Twitter is or not Twitter but the internet is a giant library but a lot of the information is garbage so you got to sift through and enjoy it pull something in do something different try and hypnotize your partner and have some fun you know like see what happens if nothing else you guys can have a relaxing time together it's fun so like a party yeah what the hell like and don't be afraid of it. And, you know, it's we're not all, it's not a scary thing. It's a fun thing. Right? Exactly. Cool. So, do you, want, do you we think we should try to hypnotize the audience? What's that? I missed it. Do you think we should try to hypnotize the audience? <laughs> try to hypnotize the audience. We should do that, honestly. We should try, we should do a show where we're doing that and everybody can then write in and tell us if they were hypnotized and did weird things. Not that they would know, though, would they? Well, maybe that would be like the trigger. That at the end of the show, they'd be forced to like comment on your Twitter. <laughs> that would be a good idea. That would be, that would be the oh. suggestion. Madam Devilish just said... When show ends, you must go to Twitter and just rave up her show. There you go. I think it's a great idea. And and Madam Devilish just said that she thinks that I should hypnotize you on the air. The problem with that MD is that he's not easy to hypnotize. He really isn't. I've tried it before. It doesn't work. Um, many, many have tried. Many much better than me have tried, and it hasn't worked. It's because he's too intellectual and can't shut down his conscious mind. There you go. He's just too deep. You're too deep, Joe. you got to learn to lighten up. But I would let Joe do me, so that's okay. I think it would be fun. 
We should do that one time. We totally should. We totally should, but we have to have a better connection than this because I can't understand half of what you're saying. So, so on that note, um, our next show is Tuesday, August the 21st at Tuesday, August the 21st at 10 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be discussing financial domination with Mistress Kiara. Yes, I know we're doing this again, but this is the do-over so that it doesn't turn into the clucking bitch fest that it was when we originally did it. We actually want to try and inform people of what it is. Um, don't forget to visit me and play Shock the Doc tomorrow night on the Entune show with Ms. P, 10 o'clock tomorrow night Eastern. Remember, this is a switch from our normal time slot, but that's just because Ms. P is just so incredibly backed up with her interviews. It's off the chart. So now it's time for all our little kinksters to clap your hands and turn off your clappers, turn out the lights, and as we leave you this evening, I'm bringing you a tune by Chicago native who is now living in California working on her next album, the adorable and insanely talented Nilo. That's N-Y-L-O. If you haven't heard about her, you probably will because she is insanely talented. The tune that I'm going to be playing is Someone Like You from her EP Memory Speak. And it's available now for a free download at SoundCloud.com. So just hit up SoundCloud, type in N-Y-L-O, and you will be taken to her spot where it is. Remember, someone like you. Good night, everybody. Good night, Joey, on the boat. Please remember, everybody, no labels, no judgment. And let's listen to the beautiful Nilo. Say goodbye, Joey. Goodbye, Joey. Goodbye, everybody.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.